I'm gonna make him an offer he can. The classy San Diego. You can't handle the truth! I Hey, motherfucker. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to That Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Davis, and today I'm joined by the pride and joy Tampa Bay, my wonderful co-host, Faxon Bissett. And we are also joined by our other two kind of co- like, we'll call it yeah, new host. Yeah. New host. Uh, Jeremy Hill. And Justin Chan. And today, like, first time we've ever had all four of us in the studio, which is basically my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not basically my bedroom. It is my bedroom, and it's wonderful. We've actually made mention of these folks quite a bit of times, uh, and when they're not together, but now it's all four of us together. And this is actually the original idea for the podcast was the four of us. This was the original group. So it's interesting to have all four of us together and see what that <laughs> chemistry does. You know you know what's actually so funny is that we're going to talk about a movie. We're talking about Black Adam, uh, Dwayne Jack. Rock Johnson's newest release that came out. Well, it technically comes out tomorrow, but we saw it today. Um, and actually, only me and you have seen it. Um, so, like, yeah. No, yeah, and I'm excited to talk about it. There's a lot of things that, uh, you know, throughout the movie we're kind of hitting each other that we wanted to talk about. And, uh, you know, I think let's get right back into it. Well, I mean, in all honesty, let's give, like, uh, an overview. Not an overview, but let's see what, like, uh, Justin and Jeremy would have to say about, uh, like, what their pers- – because we saw it, obviously. Yeah, I'm what their, to see their perceptions, perceptions from yeah. the outside. Well, I said this earlier. I just assumed it was going to be corny writing, good action. The guy who played Hawkman and Pierce Brosnan, who played Dr. Fate, did amazing. And then The Rock did, like, decent – but also he's corny as shit, so no comment. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think Jeremy hit it right, right on the head, the nail right on the head there. Uh, I mean, any movie with The Rock in it is somewhat enjoyable. I mean, yeah. you go back to the the middle, I guess you could say, Fast and Furious movies. Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy, too. How could <laughs> I forget Tooth Fairy? Don't forget Tooth Fairy. Um, yeah. <laughs> you got your, you got your uh, Skyscraper. You got your... You know, Jumanji. Bro, Jumanji is a Jumanji, good Jumanji, movie. Jumanji was actually movie. pretty good, yeah. yeah. You guys want to shoot and, me uh, after my puns. Come you on. know, <laughs> I mean, I would have gone into it had I gone to see it today with uh, little to no expectation other than uh, a brain-turning-off yeah. joyride that happens to... Do nothing to improve the DCU except be like, oh, this is a good entry, you know? Like the DCU on its own, minus Black Adam, is probably still dog shit. Um, I'm about to get kicked out of my own podcast, but I could see what The Rock was cooking here, but it was just undercooked. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, there's a kidnapped um, child! But there's a lot of reasons why. Um, but I could definitely see what he was cooking up here and. Just a couple things fell short, but uh, Corey, I want to kind of hear what you have to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. So honestly, going into this movie, uh, I kind of went into zero expectations. I mean, the trailers honestly looked like shit. Warner Brothers were running out of money, and clearly some of the CGI in this film really portrayed that because it is some of the the fight scenes are really good. Like 1980s CGI. No, okay, no, not not that far. That's a little maybe 90s. We're, no, we're talking early 2000s. There's some like uh, Superman Returns. No, no, we're talking like fuck. Like pre uh, t- 2008, so like Iron Man and stuff. Oh, Justin's taking a nap. He's that's he's fair. So, like before the MCU universe, so no, it's like right in that area of like 05 or 06 or so. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, there's some of the fight scenes that are really good, and they also I, I didn't really like how they utilized the like his super speed in a like kind of like a, I agree the powers were extremely underutilized I completely agree with that and I, like I said I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned about the CGI thing because it makes me 
uh, segue into something else. I think this movie, and you can agree or disagree, but would have been a much better film if it was made in like 08, 09. 100% because there weren't, honestly, this is... A the cheesiness and the nod and the box checking that you have to do now in 2022 movies, it would have been non-existent. This, this, is, this is honestly just like your typical superhero movie. If, if you it want blends, me to be, man. It if, blends, if you in, want, man. If you want a, like a normal, give me a second. If you want a normal kind of like middle of the road superhero movie that'd be this yeah what do you mean by box checking was there too many dirtbag actors in it i'll tell you what i mean by box checking i'll tell you it's because you know how like the marvel movies now like especially dr strange and stuff like that if those were made a long time ago they wouldn't have as many of the corny jokes and if you're if you're trying if you're trying to set up this like dark atmosphere and this anti-hero and all these sorts of things you can't just throw in light-hearted moments out of nowhere you know it kind of um, it it just it, it just misplaced, and I think that it would be a lot better this movie if you stuck to one tone instead of jumping all over the place. Because look, I mean, it, it takes away from the central message of him being an antihero and and being able to really explore that. And look, and you throw in a bunch of all these the uh, the Justice Squad or whatever they're called, society. So, Justice Society. I I understand that, and I actually enjoyed a lot of parts that they had in this movie. But the problem is. Is that if you want to back in 2008, 2007, whatever, you watch Iron Man, it's about Iron Man. You don't have all these side character stuff. Even if you look, even if you go a little bit further, um, you know, to the, uh, the sequels, and then all of a sudden you have Spider Man Homecoming, and it's like, okay, is this Iron Man three and a half and Spider Man half, like 0.5 or whatever? Like, it's just kind of like. You, you need if you're going to introduce a new brand new superhero that's never had a standalone movie let him have his movie and you know I, I, I like to touch upon the standalone movie topic for a second uh, outside of the DCU the probably the best DC release in quite some time since the original Nolan Batman trilogy was Matt Reeves the Batman back oh in, my uh, god February. by far by and far because it returned it go- that tone absolutely yeah. and it goes without saying that that should be their uh, go-to formula, mm-hmm. you know, like get a little dark with it, add in some mystery thriller vibe, you know, a little bit of horror yep. even, uh, not, not with every character like Superman. You want it to be like colorful. You want it to be bright. You want if it to you be- would have, if they would have done like the man of steel route on this, it would have been so much better because even like that, even the, the Nolan trilogy, the thing about that trilogy is yet you start getting two completely characters. different universes. So well, I know that, but okay. you start getting characters introduced in like the second and th- right. the second so, third movie. So can I say something? So third movie, I so Black say. Adam is a villain of the Shazam universe and Shazam is so quirky and so it you have to you literally have to make this character this way so he fits into that universe. And you got to think of everything DC puts out like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, um, even Batman versus Aquaman Superman, was good. All, all that stuff, I like all that. that's, it has to match the tone of the universe where the universe started was shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, and when Zack Schneider tried to shift the tone to something darker, Warner brothers did not like that. So that's why, I mean, that's why Warner brothers in a fucking hole right now. Uh, because all their shit, honestly, it's not much different than Marvel stuff. And it's so, uh, it's less quality, like it's just mm-hmm. not good, and I I just think that if you were to put 
what's the right word? I, I, I don't think Black Adam could exist in any other universe. I don't think they could do a dark tone with him just because Shazam just, even in the comics, is a goofy-ass character. They, I think they did the best what they did with the, uh, the source material. And honestly, I, I, I agree with you. I, and and I, I understand the whole deviation from the source material. And go back to what Jeremy said. What did you mean by box checking? Another thing is I felt like the things that they placed in there, like jokes and stuff like that, were just it, like um, I felt like they had a specific thing. It was like we need a joke at this specific time. We needed this at this specific time. They tried too much with the jokes. If I'm if, and a lot of yeah. them fell short. Like a lot of visual gags with him accidentally killing people. Way too predetermined cool. spots, and then they and the things they insert in the spots were just you know. I have to go back to what Corey said. I do agree that when Warner Brothers is digging themselves a bigger hole because they keep trying to shift the tone, like you have like Batman vs Superman, super dark, and then you have Birds of Prey, which is literally just like the most lighthearted like superhero uh, movie you can get, ass, and it's not good. They're just too they're just too inconsistent with the tone of the universe, and I think they should just they should just stick to it. They should just stick to whatever they want. And they, they like that that they cannot figure out they can't figure out the right tone for them, which I understand because. Uh, you obviously you have the Batman, and that's that's its own entity entirely. Thank God. But like you have the Suicide Squad, a huge success, yeah. and now they're trying to play off that. You can't do Suicide Squad PG thirteen. You gotta no, do that shit rated R. And I, Black Adam was I. It. They did. A, it's tough. The it's tough. They did a good yeah. It, it was a. They they blended it. But the thing is, I don't think those two can go hand in hand. I think if you're going to pick dark or you're going to pick lighthearted, it's got to be one of the two. You can't you can't mix like that. It just doesn't work. It's the formula is just you know built for failure. But they did the best they could with considering. Uh, so I guess this question goes to both Corey and Faxon. Do you think Black Adam, having seen it and knowing the sex the success that Suicide Squad had, uh? With the R rating, do you think Black Adam could have benefited from that? Uh, absolutely not. I just just because if, if 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 you have to put together, um, mm. no it, no because Shazam like Shazam is not a it's a kids film. It's a kids comic. You can it in what way though? As a better movie or more financially successful? I listen. I I I don't know. I I really don't know because I don't know if. You know, having more gory kills or like having him say fuck a few times is really going to do anything for the movie. Okay, you know? I'll say this. I, that's a, I think that's a really good question. That's why it adds so much to have both of you guys on the podcast. So that being said, I think that, you know, that there's two sides to that question. So first thing, financial success. No, I don't think it would help it at all. I think it would hurt it. As a better movie to where it becomes some sort of like, um, you know, staple in pop culture, 100%. R-rated because, like you said, the kills would be different. The um, the tone would be just just innately darker. But I think that that was a really, really good question. Innately, Jesus. I think. Well, I think it was a good question, and I think that you know that question on previous podcasts would have definitely served uh, into giving you guys some better content. So I appreciate things like that. Okay. Now, now I think. Do Do you have anything to say before I segue? Nope. You have anything? Okay. So now, future wise. The post credit scene of this movie features Henry Cavill. And, well, no, sh- you fucking showed me sh- this shit a week ago. The exact scene. <laughs> I didn't know. Didn't <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, he shows up with Amanda Waller. Oh, my God. I didn't. You know, you know the hot blonde chick in Peacemaker? She's in this movie. Uh, yes. She makes a cameo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so she's in there. And uh, 
But no, Henry Cavill returns as Superman, and this time it actually shows his face, and it's really cool, honestly. Yeah, cool. I, I recorded it because I, I kind of knew it was coming once it wasn't in the movie, so I uh, recorded people's reactions. And it was really cool because some people knew it, some people didn't, and they're like, oh my god, it's Henry Cavill as Superman. And, uh, you know, because we haven't seen him don that suit since Batman vs. Superman, which came out in 2013. Justice League, Justice League. Justice League was 2017. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'll kill myself. I'll, well, I'll kill myself, man. Daredevil. <laughs> but, but, no, no, no. The future, honestly, right now for the DC, uh, DCU is simple. It is a shit storm burning, flat, f- burning dumpster fire. That's what I, I, that's what honestly what I think. Give me one second. Everyone's grabbing the mic. We have one microphone and this is what sucks. So if you want to, if you want to help us like share so we can buy some more fucking microphones. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, but what I'm saying is that, uh, what direction do you go with this, like Black Adam versus Superman? They're just milking the hell out of it now. And honestly, yeah. I, I'm sick of the DCU because everything they come out with now sucks. And honestly, they're fucking bankrupt for it. Mm-hmm. So, I like my, so my question goes to Justin and Jeremy. So, if you guys were in charge, Warner Brothers, where would you take? The, where would you take the universe? Uh, I feel like right now it's really tough to tell. Um, like we've seen the success of the the HBO shows like Peacemaker, mm-hmm. yep. right? And if you give it that sort of vibe, you give it that little gory feel. Not yep. too much, not too little, and you get a yep. charismatic character mm-hmm. like a John Cena who excels in that role. Yeah. It's an entirely different ball game. The but WWE's taking over the DCU. Exactly. The WWE <laughs> is the perfect fit for the DCU because they're yeah. both horribly scripted yep. with a lot of action. Mm-hmm. Great comparison. Yep. Pat myself on the back for that one. Nice. Very yeah, nice. Thank Welcome you. Thank pop. you. But <laughs> I, I feel like right now, like I know the direction they're trying to go in is build a MCU esque type of thing, uh, and they even appointed somebody I forget his name, and this is probably like over a month ago now, uh, with a Kevin Feige esque presidential role. Well, oh yeah, I believe he was just fired according to what Corey yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Um, or they didn't have enough money to pay him, and the contract fell through or something, yeah. and as a result of that. They have no direction. Uh, so to answer your question, I think the direction should be a lot more shows. Yep. Yeah. Not like the CW low budget type. No, no. Garbage not like shows. The Flash and shit. Like you see, the success with DC mostly comes from comics and the animated films. Yep. Yeah. But you've also seen success with an R-rated Suicide Squad. You've seen success with uh, the Snyder Cut, which was awesome. Was amazing compared to oh. the original and. With with that, I do I will say four hours absolutely pushing it, but I can understand why all four hours needed to be included. Yeah. Um. So going back to it, I absolutely think they should go in a direction where it's more uh, action heavy and uh, like sort of mature style show, uh, like a Peacemaker or a Suicide Squad vibe. All right. Personally, if I was in charge of DC. I'd make a lot of shows and intertwine them together. My main thing is I swear if they do this, I will cry. I highly doubt they do. If they put Robert Pattinson's Batman in the DCU, I will burn down their studios in LA. They're that is all I have to that. say. They're not gonna do but that. I think they should make a lot more shows, intertwine them with movies. Obviously, they have to scrap Ezra Miller. Free, free my boy. <laughs> For, obvious but, <laughs> For obvious reasons. Don't free my boy, actually. He, he's, he's a piece of garbage. But I think... I don't know. I think they should. I think they should scrap a lot 
or do I don't know, maybe do some like crisis on Infinite Earth where everything changes. I don't know. It's just, it's just they're a dumpster fire. There's there's really no direction I they could be successful. If, Marvel has some sort of like it's it's more uniform. If if I was the CEO, you ready for this? Yeah, I'd sell the fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sell the rights to somebody. It's bad, yeah. it's. it's because right now, you can still, like, if I was to sell it, you can give it to, say, like, Universal, and Universal would do the Batman justice. Oh, fuck yeah. But uh, I don't think... Warner Brothers is done. They've run its course. Yeah, yeah but, but the, the thing is, their park in Abu Dhabi is really cool, though. you seen that shit? No. But, dude, here's the thing. Oh, okay, Disney as Marvel, Warner Brothers just has D- DC since, like, the 40s. They're making movies, and, the, like, they're making shows in the 50s with, like, Superman. Well, guess what? It's all over now. It's all ogre now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. It just yeah. it was a pop culture reference. <laughs> that was a reference. Shrek is love for. Hey, put Shrek in the DCU. Guess what? Revamp. Oh, you know the Shrek four. When's Shrek? No five. When's that shit coming out? Let's put out? him on the spot. Let's ask Jeremy. <laughs> Let's ask Jeremy and Justin what their favorite previous podcast favorite favorite entry on our podcast so far. None. <laughs> uh since I'm an all time hater, I've rated every episode I haven't been on one star. That's all I have to say. I didn't even listen to them, to be honest. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, uh, I'm a huge fan of the decade reviews, and I love oh, I how completely polar opposite Faxon and Corey's entries are. You got this. <laughs> you got Faxon, who's clearly born in like the 70s, 80s, <laughs> maybe even a little later than that, like 65, something yeah, like that. Earlier, yeah. Excuse me. Earlier. And you got Corey, who just has uh, a multitude of different tastes. Well, that's a superiority and... complex, let's be honest. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but all of them are great entries, right? Like, I can't, I can't tell you I've seen a lot of them, yeah. but <laughs> me and Corey will we'll say this till the day we die. About Time is, the greatest is movie one of the greatest time. movies the of all time. Doesn't matter the genre, doesn't matter how you're ranking it. It is one of the most underappreciated and well-crafted movies ever made. I like that. That's good. To be honest, About Time's no Demon Slayer movie, but I respect <laughs> oh, your opinion. Anyway, <laughs> Runaway Train, Runaway Train. Red Goku. Shout out my boy. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd say, shit, I don't know, dude. I, I think this was a, you know, the start of something great. I think the four of us camaraderie it's just uh the chemistry natural it's always been there so this is the original plan for the podcast so you know anytime you guys want to come back please yeah we love you bro uh i just wanted to talk about dc for one more oh, second oh, do it. Sorry. Not, do it. Do it. not, not do closing it. it off just yet but, so as we know we've all seen the snyder cut and we've seen the uh quote-unquote post-credit scene where they're clearly doing uh, evil Superman possessed by Dark Side, Lois Lane dies, sort of plot yeah. line. Uh, with that, do you think Man of Steel 2 should go a darker route and lead to like uh Injustice storyline? Yes. Because yes. the Injustice yes. animated yes. movie yes. the Injustice yes. animated bad, movie but, was know. insanely overhyped and I had very high expectations for it given that the, the comics are the incredible. Yeah. The games are immaculate. The video games yeah. are and it's really hard for them to screw something like that up. I mean, granted, we've already seen it's it Warner one time, but it's up. Warner Brothers, and we'll find it would be so they'll find a way to do it. Oh, man. I think it's a very easy concept. Yeah, but you have I think to they complicate have to have things. Movies, though, that's the thing. They have, that? have multiple movies. Yeah, in my, yeah. In my opinion, to do, to do something, 
no, not simultaneous release, but they would have to have multiple movies to kind of tie that story together. However, that is Flashpoint. Do Flashpoint, bro. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like Injustice is probably my favorite DC storyline. So if they do that and do it justice, that'd be amazing. And you know what? We're all theorizing about all this shit. And the funny thing is none of this isn't going to happen. Probably not in our lifetime when they They decide to redo everything. Kind of like when they decide to redo Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Uh, There'll be a reboot for Harry Potter. They'll find a way to. Oh, Jay Hill has to move his car. Well. This I okay. Well, this this Sam is talking right now. Hey Sam, welcome to the live. Hey, Sam, what the hell are you? I'm kidding. Sam, actually, guys, wish Sam luck. He has a project that he has to do. Let's all get the claps all around. Claps all around. Thank you. Guys. You know, we know we're gonna we're gonna call it for the podcast. Thank you guys for listening, subscribing, all that stuff, and we will catch y'all in the next one.